Faith, Hope and Love, episode 426, the 12th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. I have a saying, and I truly believe this, whenever you're doing a thing that is right and good, inevitably someone will come along and tell you to stop. We must ignore them. Or as Jesus did, see their opposition for what it really is. Fear. They feel threatened. So we have to keep going as Jesus did. Our Lord is the ultimate example of this complete faithfulness to the vision of his Father. His enemies knew that there was only one way they could stop him from proclaiming and living his good news message of inclusion, justice and love and mercy, and that was to destroy him, to kill him, and in doing so to discredit his message. But the word of God in Jesus cannot be silenced, and it rose up again alive, showing once and for all that the opposing forces of lies, injustice and violence, while real and dangerous, were ultimately empty threats that would be defeated by Christ and his gospel. This is Faith, Hope and Love. The Lord is the strength of his people, a saving refuge for the one he has anointed. Save your people, Lord, and bless your heritage, and govern them for ever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone. Welcome to this twelfth Sunday of Ordinary Time in Year A. And so, brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins first, so as to prepare ourselves worthily to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Have mercy on us, O Lord, for we have sinned against you. Show us, O Lord, your mercy, and grant us your salvation. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to
Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may always revere and love your holy name, for you never deprive of your guidance those you set firm on the foundation of your love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah cried out, I hear many whispering, terror is all around. Denounce him, let us denounce him. All my close friends are watching for me to stumble. Perhaps he can be enticed and we can prevail against him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me like a dread warrior. Therefore my persecutors will stumble and they will not prevail. They will be greatly shamed for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonour will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts, you test the righteous, you see the heart and the mind. Let me see your retribution upon them, for to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the needy from the hands of evildoers. The Word of the Lord Lord, in your great love, answer me. It is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame covers my face, that I have become a stranger to my brothers and alien to my own mother's sons. I burn with zeal for your house, and taunts against you fall on me. This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favour. In your great love answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Lord, answer, for your love is kind, in your compassion turn towards me. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy, and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the sea and all its living creatures. Lord, in your great love, answer me. A reading from the letter of St Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, just as sin came into the world through one man and death came through sin, so death spread to all people because all have sinned. Sin was indeed in the world before the law, but sin is not reckoned when there is no law. Yet death exercised dominion from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sins were not like the transgression of Adam, who is a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass, for if the many died through the one man's trespass, much more surely have the grace of God and the free gift 
in the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for the many. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Spirit of Truth will bear witness to me, says the Lord, and you also will be my witness. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Fear no one, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before humans, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before humans, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord Poor Jeremiah, he was only doing God's will. And awful people were doing everything they could to close him down. Jeremiah was simply speaking God's message, as he's been commissioned to do, calling for justice and faithfulness, repentance and obedience to God's life-giving law. And this got him immediately offside with those who were personally benefiting from being unjust and selfish. So instead of listening to his message, because it was hard and challenging and required a mindset change, they did what people have done throughout the generations. They took the easiest option and tried to shoot the messenger. Jeremiah's enemies did everything they could to abuse him, contradict him, lie about him so that he would be discredited, laugh at him and attack him. The wonderful thing is, Jeremiah just kept telling his message. He ignored the attacks and the lies, although it hurt him and got him down at times. And he puts his faith in God and he kept going. Our Lord Jesus is the ultimate example of this complete faithfulness. His enemies knew that there was only one way that they could stop him from proclaiming and living his good news message of inclusion, justice and love. And that was to destroy him utterly, to kill him and discredit him. But the word of God in Jesus cannot be silenced, and it cannot be put into a tomb and kept there. It rose up again, showing once and for all that the opposing forces of lies, injustice and violence 
were quite real and dangerous, but ultimately empty threats. Saints and real heroes are people who can endure any hardship, bear any indignity, face any danger, even death, not because they think they can't be hurt. No, they can be hurt and they can be killed, but because they know what they're struggling for is right, is true and is real, and that they know their souls are safe. Jesus knew this perfectly. He says, do not be afraid of those who can harm your body. Rather, fear the one who has the power over your very soul. Of course, Jesus had a right to fear physical harm. There were indeed people out there trying to kill him. And they eventually did. But he believed in something much bigger than physical safety in his lifetime. Jeremiah had people trying to kill him as well. And he was right to be concerned about that. For us today, the dangers are often not physical, although occasionally in this country and in other places, it's more common. There are still people in this world, many of them, and very tragically, who are risking and losing their lives and freedom for the cause of justice and truth. But for many of us, the dangers we face are more subtle, often spiritual. When we have everything that we need, then we can wordlessly be tempted to think that we do not need God. When we look at our world today, we see that the richer nations believe less. That surely looks like a trend. Our Lord preaches a very different gospel. Jesus tells us that real happiness comes from belief in God, from seeking the will of the Heavenly Father, from giving to others, from sharing what we have with those who do not have and from respect for marriage, praying, and from mercy. Jesus does not invite us to have absolutely nothing, but always the challenge is there. What are you doing with what you have? Are you loving God and loving one another? What are we doing in our daily life? Are we seeking only our own pleasure or seeking our own needs and not seeking the kingdom of God? So often we long for material pleasures, reassurances, and the delights of this world. Jesus invites us to recognize that there is another world in which other values are much more important. When one person sins, others are encouraged to sin. When one person chooses life according to the will of God, others begin to grasp that there's another world. Jesus had a remarkable gift of convincing others of the kingdom of God and its lasting values. Jesus is God, of course, but he invites us also to share his life, to share that gift of convincing others of the kingdom of God by our manner of living. We may not live in a world where people are trying to kill us, but there are so many ways of neutralizing a person other than murdering them. The most insidious of all is the aggression that's been perfected in this modern world. We can destroy a person quite effectively and their reputation with our words, with lies and distortions. How easy is it to say something about another that makes others think less of them? Killing their reputation with either outright falsehoods or, even more insidiously, by subtle innuendo. This is another way people try to remove those who they feel threatened by. But Jesus assures us things spoken in the dark will be brought to the light. 
things whispered will be shouted from the rooftops. I believe that the truth will often be revealed eventually, not denying the damage it can be done in the meantime. In any case, Jesus, our role model, assures us not ever to be spooked by the power of lies and threats. They're powerful, but they're empty threats. He showed us that ultimately, if we keep going, keep trusting, keep living and proclaiming the truth, those who oppose us are doing so because the truth threatens them. They're frightened of the truth, but ultimately they will not win. But let us make no mistake, enormous damage will be done in the meantime, so we do need strength, grace and love to persevere. Some will even fall in the battle for truth, but God, in the end, will reward them. And so we should not be surprised whenever we're doing a thing that is right and good, and someone comes up and says to us, stop that. Just because someone's unhappy with what we're doing does not mean we're doing something wrong. Perhaps the other is unhappy because the good work being done is raining on their self-focused parade. If this happens, if we're told to stop doing something that is good and worthwhile and life-giving, we must be quite clear in our mind about how we respond to this. We must ignore them. We must keep doing the good, even in the opposition. This could actually be an indication that the good we're doing is having a deep effect. And as our Lord knew all too well, not everyone will be happy when good things change a situation that might be benefiting some, but not others. Jesus saw their opposition for what it really is, fear. They feel threatened, and he kept going no matter what the response. May we love the Lord our God, and may the way we live show forth clearly that the kingdom of heaven is in our midst, especially in the face of opposition and criticism of that which is good and life-giving and true. May we live now in such a way that gives testimony to the love of God and to life everlasting. May we have no fear and follow God. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. God's love is ever-present. Knowing that love, we now pray. For the Pilgrim Church, that we may always imitate the forgiveness of Jesus, the new Adam. Let us pray to the Lord.
for those overcome with fear, that they may trust the Lord's guidance each moment of their lives. Let us pray to the Lord. For our environment, that we will respect and protect the creation given to us. Let us pray to the Lord. For our Eucharistic community, that we may always have the courage to openly declare our faith. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who have lived and died for Christ, that they may share in eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. Loving God, because you care for us, we are confident to place these petitions before you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, our Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Receive, O Lord, the sacrifice of conciliation and praise, and grant that cleansed by its action we may make offering of a heart pleasing to you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through his paschal mystery he accomplished the marvellous deed by which he freed us from the yoke of sin and death 
summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, his assistant, and all the clergy, remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, 
O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. The Communion Antiphon The eyes of all look to you, Lord, and you give them food in due season. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ 
Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Renewed and nourished by the sacred body and precious blood of your Son, we ask of your mercy, O Lord, that what we celebrate with constant devotion may be our sure pledge of redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. My heartfelt thanks to you all for your participation in this time of worship, reflection, prayer and praise. And I hope you've got a wonderful week coming up. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Hope and Love Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stefan Kelk, 2020. Today I Arise for Tricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Production by KER 2023. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within. This day I will arise Today I arise Today I arise This day